0: This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the north wind. Explore dungeons. Fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure. All in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, you folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's kind of a nice day. Kind of chilly, getting there. in that fall is finally getting, you know, <laughs> finally getting into gear around here. Hey, I want to talk about unrest. I know I. This is. I don't want to say this is right from the headlines as of this recording, but I saw notes like. A lot of there's strikes going on and stuff and what about unrest what about unrest in your game what if there's a kingdom where the king and the the ruling party is having trouble where people don't think they're being treated well enough in other words the peasants are revolting i'll say they are but how does how does one deal with that if you're a king or if you're in a position like that? Well, a lot of times it's, it's you know things haven't changed all that much. As I said in the Princess Bride, form a Bruce squad, and your your characters happen to be. I just it just doesn't have to be at a kingdom level either. If you have like a city state or something. Um, or a large city or a town that's that's not affiliated with any kingdom. How does that work? I mean, we're getting into the politics of it now. Not really, but sort of, kind of. You know, and they form thugs and things, thug squads and things like that to, to strong our people. Maybe they recruit some monsters, maybe some sentient monsters like, say, ogres or orcs. Maybe the king makes a deal with them or something like that. And you and the PCs are smack dab in the middle of it. How would that resolve itself? Say they're staying in a town, passing through, and there's a lot of unrest in the town, and they're basically taking—you know—the guards are pretty much doing strong-arm tactics and things like that. Maybe it's a corrupt government. Who knows? But there is civil unrest. And how would the characters, how would the player characters handle that? Here's something else to think about. He he forms a brute squad. What if the player characters are part of that brute squad? What if they're on the other end? What if they're on the king end? I mean, I keep thinking of Marvel Civil War for some reason. But, you know, what if there's a group where some of them are for it and some of them are against it? you know you're going to have internal conflict and that's role playing but this is the kind of this is the kind, usually kind of machiavellian thing i don't get into but it's something to think about because you know there's all sorts of stories that can come out of this what if they what if both sides have to you know the town and the and the the royalty have to get together to deal with a bigger threat that comes along in the middle of this threat i mean I don't. I don't remember if it's actually a given thing or anything like that. But my, my always thought was, when America was going through the Civil War, we seemed to be rather vulnerable to outside forces coming in and taking over. And that might happen. You know, that might happen in the game. Who knows? So that is really something to think about. And to think of all the 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 things you can do. Say you have to go find this one guy who's a great mediator for one side or the other, and just things are going to cast. You've got to go find him. But he went into a hermitage somewhere in the mountains, or he got lost. He got lost. That's a good one. The great negotiator got lost in a swamp or in a jungle, or, and you've got to go find him. You are tasked to go find them by, by one side or the other, or maybe both. Maybe the other side doesn't want you to find them; and they're sending people to stop them. You know, there's an adventure right there. An adventure waiting to happen. Maybe you're on the maybe you're on the king's side and you're part of the not so the brute squad, but maybe you're you get by the guards saying, "Okay, we're going to need some reinforcement. Can you go up and talk to this orc tribe up here?" Who we've been kind of surreptitiously dealing with, and see if they can, they can help. See, and it's funny because you know you you think you look back on medieval times, and the whole agreement was, the 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 bottom line of an agreement in the feudal system was basically, you people work the land, and we tax you, or you give us a cut of whatever you grow or however pay or whatever you want. But at the same time, if something happens, if an outside force or an army comes in, the, the, the hierarchy is expected to protect them. And I know that got, I know that got corrupted over time. Heck, heck, everything got corrupted. Capitalism got corrupted. Communism got corrupted. Well, communism, yeah, they were made for it. But, you know, it's, it's, That's the bottom line right there. And if you think about it, that's the same way the mafia used to deal with. It was a whole protection thing, protection of their people. Yes, they would have a protection, quote-unquote, racket. But at the same time, you had somebody, they were supposed to have people like you who's got your back. That are not because you know a lot of them were suspicious of of the government and law enforcement, especially since law enforcement could be corrupted by the same people who were protecting them—the mafia, you know, organized crime. But that's how organized crime was supposed to work. I mean, aside from all the other stuff they did. But anyway, you know that's the basic, from what I understand, that's the basic feudal system. And when it goes wrong, things like this happen. Conflict happens. Drama happens, which makes your game better. Think about that next time you're planning out an adventure. All right. I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about anything, anything, uh, oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Drop a voicemail on an Anchor. If you want to donate to the show, that'd be nice. You can go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. And if you want to do the monthly thing, come over here to Anchor because as little as 99 cents a month, YouTube can help support this program. And I would thank you. I would thank you on both accounts. Let me thank these people who do give me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael Tompkins, Randy, and Joe. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You want to hear some good podcasts out there? There's Dan Griggs, the Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast. Mark C. Wallring's the Yawning Albert podcast. There's Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton at the Bandit's Keep podcast. Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large at the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.